And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, he scores! Martina Kucherov wins it in overtime! Saved by Vasilevsky, and he keeps it out of the net. Reaching behind him, he had it in his glove. Now for a feed in front of Kelly, he scores! And has won it in overtime! Steven Stamkos has reached 60 goals! Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. How's everybody doing? Happy Thursday. And boy, what a happy Thursday it is. If you're listening to this as you wake up in the morning, then you are having the perfect morning. Uh, Coming off that huge win last night, Lightning winning it in dramatic fashion with a late goal from Nikita Kucherov. Uh, 2-1 to take it seriously, 2 nothing. We'll talk about all that as we go along. But first of all, today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So what a game last night. Unbelievable. Um, when it looked like things couldn't get any worse for the Lightning in terms of... Um, you know, losing guys and all of that. Oh, it got worse. Um, Alex Klorn gets a game misconduct for a, just a terrible hit. Um, he, and then Braden Point exits the game with an unknown injury. He took a bad, uh, took a tough hit along the boards. Um, tried to come back in uh, in the second period. Played a couple of shifts. And then eventually left the game. Uh, They showed him uh, when he eventually did leave the game, he uh, was trying to get over the boards after he was, when he was making the line change. And it was just, he could barely get over the boards. So um, not entirely sure what's wrong with Braden. As long as Lightning have him back for game three, uh, I believe that's all that matters. That's wishful thinking. Um, I don't think the Lightning at this point could afford to lose a guy like that so yeah we'll get into all that as we go along uh let's start from the beginning of course uh first period uh islanders start off real quick as we all expected we thought that you know i said on the last episode that i expected fully that the islanders were to come out swinging real early and they did uh they were playing very intense very physical and you saw it throughout this game especially in the first two periods uh, and they, they actually, you know, we'll talk about it as we go along, but I'm going to say right off the bat that the Islanders really did a good job of clogging up the passing lanes, um, standing up the lightning um, as soon as they got into the zone, not really allowing them to get any momentum going. Uh, the lightning had, I believe, 10 shots with like, you know, throughout the first 30 minutes of this game. So. Uh, the you know and it wasn't all on the lightning the, the Islanders played very well in this one and unfortunately they just you know didn't get the puck to bounce their way uh, as we shall see um, yeah so Islanders score a goal real quick Matt Martin uh, gets one right by Vasilevsky right in front uh, this was this puck just took like a weird. Um, it just came off weird off of Martin's uh, stick on this one. 
Uh, knuckles by Vasilevsky. He's kind of caught off guard about the speed of it. So, yeah, one nothing. Um, yeah, like I said, Islanders would come out playing fast and forcing the issue, playing very physical, and the Lightning needed to be prepared for that, and it looked like they really weren't to start off. Um, but they quit, they turned it around eventually. Uh, and then, like I said, at the top of the show, bad penalty by Kalorn, hit on Brock Nelson, five minutes for boarding, game misconduct. Uh, just, a, just a terrible penalty to take um, with everything with this team uh, going on. You, you, they can't afford to lose guys, especially with penalties like that. Um, and this is something that, you know, even though um, it sucked having Kalorn be gone for the rest of the game, um, he's done this before throughout the playoffs, and he's lucky he didn't get ejected then. Um, this is... I believe he put a hit. I, I don't remember the right circumstances, but he, he, there was almost a play almost similar to this in, I believe, the Boston series. And there was a couple of plays where Kloran makes the late hit on a player behind the, the puck, behind the play, uh, where he's gotten penalized for that. So he's he's basically been playing with fire throughout this whole playoff run. Um, obviously, I don't think there's really any ill intent uh, behind these hits. I just think it's a case of Kalorn just trying to do too much, and that's that. Um, but Tampa Bay kills the, the five-minute penalty. Uh, could have gotten a lot. Could have been a lot worse. Uh, they only allowed five shots. Good saves by Vasilevsky. Uh, you were going to see a lot of very good saves. A lot of situations in this game where. Vasilevsky had to bail out the Lightning, and we haven't really seen that that much from from Vasilevsky throughout this playoff. So when I say we haven't seen it that much, I mean for the most part, the Lightning have been doing a very good job, um, where Vasilevsky hasn't really been challenged that much, and in this game, he was really put to the test. Uh, he made some incredible saves in traffic where you were left wondering how he even saw that. So, and he definitely got the first star of the game in this one. Um, and yeah, so the lightning kill that five minute penalty. And I have to say, this is the kind of penalty that kind of, you know, that that's the kind of PK that teams g could potentially gain momentum from. And that could, what that's the kind of thing that could tilt the ice in favor of the lightning um, going forward in this game. And shortly after, uh, Hedman stays hot, scores a goal. Shoots a puck through traffic. Um, Varlamov doesn't see it. And we got ourselves a tie game. Uh, I, can't, I can't state enough how great Victor Hedman has been playing throughout this whole playoffs. Uh, I said on the last episode that if, if Braden Point doesn't win the Conn Smythe, um, for whatever reason, which I think he will if the Lightning do win the Cup. I think it should go to Victor Hedman just because of what he's done offensively. I mean, that's his seventh goal of the playoffs for a defenseman. So just think about that for a minute. And he's just been an incredible leader throughout this whole this entire run. So, yeah, Conn uh, Smythe, tr possible trophy finalist there. I mean, we also have Vasilevsky as well. So, I mean, it's really, if it doesn't go to point, um, it's really a toss-up from there because both those guys have been playing out of this world. 
and you kind of have to have that uh, when you go on these deep cup runs and these are the type of games and we'll see as we go forward um, lightning winning the games these are the type of games where you know all hell breaks loose for you and you look to other guys on your team to really you know step up and that's the kind of thing that could separate you be between you know uh, falling short and winning a championship so lightning go into the first intermission um, tied which you know they've played very well with uh, if we look at history uh, throughout the whole playoffs lightning are four and0 when tied after the first period um, that's not really a, a big time stat but that's still something to really hang your hat on if you were maybe kind of worried at that point as a Lightning fan um, because the Lightning only had four shots on goal going into the second period, which, um, like I said, they needed, uh, like I said, during the game, they, they needed to do a better job. They needed to put more pucks on that, really challenge Varlamov, uh, populate the area in front of the crease, uh, just really go out there and just try and cause havoc in front of him. Um, and overall, they didn't do a good job of that in this game. Also, you got to tip your hat to the New York Islanders. They played very well defensively in this game. Um, there was a lot of times where, like I said, they they didn't let the Lightning get anything going, and that was kind of the frustrating thing. Plus, with the absences of Alex Klorin and Braden Point. So, going into the second period, Tampa Bay had 10 shots. Um, through the first 30 minutes of play. Uh, yeah, it, it's not looking good for Lightning fans or the Lightning, really, at this point. Um, yeah, the game's tied, but you're not really... The Lightning aren't really assuring you that, you know, they're going to be able to get anything going. Um, it was an intense physical game by both teams. Uh, like I said, Vasilevsky really had to... really had to bail the Lightning out a couple of times throughout this period. Um, and... We were really seeing an old-school hockey game uh, at the end of the second period. Uh, the shots were 19-10 to 10 in favor of New York. Yeah, um, what else could I say? Ten shots on net for a team that's been scoring a bunch of goals, especially after an eight-goal game. Not exactly comforting, um, but like I said, it was, you know, you could chalk that up to the maybe the, the loss of per personnel at this point in the game. So, yeah, um, things aren't looking too well, too good going into the third period. But, um, you know what, it's still a tie game. And, you know, even though the shots on goal uh, stat, the Lightning are losing in that category, uh, you, still, you still have to be thankful that the game's tied at that point. So we'll just talk about the third period in just a little bit. But let's talk about today's sponsor, and that's rockauto.com. RockAuto.com has been a family business serving auto part customers online for the last 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so we know we, they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, 
rockauto.com. So we head into the third period at this point. Game's tied at one. Things aren't exactly looking good for the Lightning right now. Uh, Ten shots on goal. Not really able to get anything going. Um, not just, just not challenging the Islanders that much, really, at this point. Um, if you looked at the numbers, other than the score, you would have thought the Islanders were either winning the game or probably going to win the game. Um, I didn't feel that. I didn't. I didn't feel like that. Um, that kind of. I did, I did, I wasn't really thinking. Oh, the Islanders are going to win this game. No, I was more so um, thinking that. Oh my God, this game's going to go to OT, and we're going to have to stay up all night for this. That was what what I was more afraid of. Um, but you know what? The Lightning uh, have have had a flair for the dramatic throughout this whole playoff run, and they definitely uh, carried that over into this one. So yeah, um, the one thing I wrote down in my notes, and I actually we actually tweeted it out on the the show. Uh, account was with point point in Kalorangan. Um, it was really time for Kucherov to step up to really show why he's the reigning MVP award winner. Um, you know that last year. You know why why he's one of the best players not only on this team but in the league. Um, so that's a little foreshadow there. So. Uh, minute 30 into the third Tampa Bay, uh, into the third Tampa Bay goes on the power play. They were un- unable to get anything going. Um, just, this is the story of the entire game. Um, had a little bit of action towards, you know, with the last 11 seconds left, but really ch- failed to challenge Varlamov at any point in this game. You know, even though they did win this game, I mean, if you look at some of the shots on that, I mean, if you just look at the numbers, um, I say it all the time on this show that, you know, stats don't lie. Um, and I also say that, um, you know, the stats aren't anything, everything. Um, the Lightning had 21, shot, uh, 21 shots on net total throughout this game. And really, I mean, those, I want to say those last 11 or so didn't come until maybe the last 10, five, uh, 10 to 5 minutes, 5 to 10 minutes of the third period. And that was kind of expected. Um, the Lightning really needed to start doing a lot of things. But um, out of those 21 shots, uh, there was maybe five five or six shots where Varlamov really had to make, like, a tough save. But out of that, you know, really, other than the two, two goals that he gave up, I mean, Varlamov had a good night out there. Um, and I'm sure Islander fans would agree. But, yeah, yeah. Um, they couldn't get anything going on the peak on the penalty power play. Uh, you know, the Lightning had three power plays throughout this game. They did have good opportunities, but um, like we've seen in pretty much every game, they gave a lot of opportunities to the Islanders. They're on the power play four times. One of those being obviously that uh, five-minute major from Alex Clore and this terrible penalty, which uh, I'm sure after the game or whenever, maybe between the periods. Um, when he was sitting in the locker room, I'm sure Coach Cooper went up to Kalorn and you know spoke to him about it and said, "Hey, listen, you've been getting away with that in the last couple of games and series or so, and you finally got caught. So let's let's cut down on that. Just go out there and you know next game and um, 
be aware of that. And I'm sure Kaloran will. Uh, like I said, Kaloran has been kind of uh, walking a tight road, tight rope on that. Um, and he finally got caught. And yeah, throughout this game, uh, Lightning couldn't get anything going. Got to chalk it up to the Islanders. They did a very good job disrupting the passing lanes um, and not letting Tampa set up to get, you know, good looks once they were in the zone. Um, and But I don't think they're going to be able to do that throughout this entire series. Um, I think, you know, part of the reason why Tampa struggled so much was because they were missing Kalorn and they were missing, they were missing Braden Point. Um, they only had nine forwards, so they were really struggling at that point. Um, and they really, um, they had to put one of their defensemen in a forward slot. So, you know, unfortunately, and the Lightning were really only playing with nine, uh, with, with three lines. So, and that's, you can't play with three lines, especially in this kind of game, uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So, uh, Lightning go on the power, they, they take two bad penalties, um, and then they're on. The, they're on a five on three for 38 seconds and that's just really you're just asking for trouble and if it wasn't for this team's uh, stellar penalty kill throughout the playoffs I don't even think we would be here here and I think a lot of lightning fans would agree with that um, the, the lightning's penalty kill has just been incredible throughout this whole run and has just really bailed this team out time and time again um, and but you know, I would feel a lot more comfortable if the Lightning were just to, you know, not take bad penalties, not not put themselves in these precarious situations in which they, you know, could um, give up a goal and you know be in a little bit of a hole. Um, can we take a moment to just talk about uh, the commentating throughout this game? Um, they set one of the announcers, I believe it was Brian Brocher. He stated when point went down that that made Matt Barzell the best player on the ice in this game. And I'm sure you could sense it in my voice. I'm very confused by that statement. I'm not entirely sure why he said that. I'm not sure if he knew what he said was ridiculousness and nonsense. Um, I mean, you have the reigning Hart Trophy winner out there on the ice in Nikita Kucherov. I guess 128 points last season and about, I want to say, I think he had like 30-something 30 30 goals this year. Um, besides the fact, I mean, that, that was just a ridiculous statement. Um, this whole game with the commentating was just brutal. Uh, I can't wait till we get Doc back um, announcing these games, and just you know some of the some of the things even during the intermissions that the MB the, that desk team was saying. It was you know the, no wonder the star players don't get their due sometimes during the playoffs, um, with the amount of coverage. And I'm not taking anything away from him as a player, but the coverage that Ryan Reeves was getting. You, th you would have thought he was a shoo-in for the Conn Smythe. Um, I understand he's a very valuable player to Vegas. Uh, he was... I didn't watch that vape that last game, but I'll take their word for it. Apparently, he made a big difference in this game. In that game. Uh, he was laying out a lot of hits. That's great, but it's not like he scored a hat-trick. 
it's not like he really did that much. I mean, yeah, he was he was really a big defensive presence out there. But you're making it seem like he scored five goals and um, you know had ten ten points total. Um, you would have made it seem like he was the best player in the entire league. But yeah, I mean, just the coverage of the Lightning game last time was brutal. There was a lot of things that were being said that just weren't making sense. Um, it looked like, you know, th- I mean, there was a ton of action in this game, so I don't understand why the team, maybe it was just an off night for them. But regardless, um, at one point, the commentators were almost, they, they were incredibly fascinated by um, when the Lightning were taking a, a face-off in, in the offensive zone. And John Cooper winked at the referee, and I guess that was a sign, you know, let's do it at the the left circle. And they were just fascinated by that. They they spoke about it. They went into commercial break. They came back, and they s- talked about it again. Um, with everything going on, you have a tie game <laughs> late in the third period. Uh, game two of the Eastern Conference Finals, and you're just talking about how good Matt Barzell is. He's the best player on the ice, apparently, which he wasn't. I mean, you look at his stats, and they, they said he played a, a point. Uh, he was he has a similar game to uh, Braden Point. Come on. let's let's That's ridiculousness. Um, he finished the game with zero points and a, plus, and a minus one on the plus minus. So I don't understand what about Braden Point what what aspect of that game was was similar to Braden points um just pure ridiculousness um and then obviously you know big spot in a game uh very late in the third period of East Conference Finals and you're you're obsessing over one of the head coaches winking at a referee well come on clearly um it, it just felt at certain points in this game that the the lightning weren't really paying attention I mean uh, the the commentators weren't paying attention um, so, and just the coverage in general, uh, yesterday for hockey was just terrible. Um, I heard some people on, on Twitter were saying that Sportsnet had better coverage. Um, I would know that maybe, uh, next time I'll, I'll switch over. Uh, but anyway, moving on, <laughs> that was just something that very much confused me. Um, you know, I think it, it's this is one of those things where it kind of takes away from the excitement of the game. Uh, when you just have bad commentating, I was I almost resorted to just muting the game. Or I wish there was a feed that NHL TV had where you were able to just watch the game without commentary. Um, obviously, I don't think that's available. I don't think they would do that. And I think that kind of maybe defies the whole point of watching the game. Unless you're at the game. But anyway, uh, with a minute 30 left, probably one of the most important moments in the game up until that point. Uh, definitely something that contributed to Lightning winning. Uh, Islanders go on an odd man rush. Uh, minute 30 left, and Yanni Gord's left by himself trying to bail uh, Vasilevsky out. And he just anticipates the shot and, and just blocks it. It's an incredible. I can't. If you could, if you could go back and um, I believe maybe they put it in the highlights last night, uh, post game highlights for NHL.com. Hopefully they did because this was a very important moment in the game. 
Uh, Yanni Gord's block, I know that might not going down the road. That might, Lightning fans, if we win the Cup, um, I don't believe that that's going to be something that really Lightning fans are going to remember for years to come. But uh, just in the scope of this game, huge block by Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord's been obviously been playing great throughout this entire playoffs and continues to come up big for his team. So, yeah, moving on to the most exciting part of the game. Uh, Lightning get a couple of good opportunities, um, and then the Islanders try to clear the puck. They turn it over. Ryan McDonough picks up the puck, and he finds Nikita Kucherov on the far side for the one-timer goal, squeaks just by Varlamov. Nine seconds left. Um, can we just take a moment to appreciate the pass and the, and the vision that Ryan McDonough had on this um, to find Nikita Kucherov in the spur of the moment um, to set him up for just an incredible game-winning goal. And, of course, Lightning win this game 2-1, take a uh, 2-0 series lead, Uh, and just an absolute brutal game to watch for Lightning fans where, you know, they they were down two guys, down to nine forwards, um, just weren't getting anything going, and uh, just the perfect ending to just, a hellish game where uh, like I said before start of the third period that's when you know if there was ever a great time for Nikita Kucherov to you know come up clutch because he hasn't really been scoring a ton of goals Uh, he's been more of a facilitator throughout this playoff run Um, if there was ever a good time for Nikita Kucherov to come up clutch it was this time and oh man what, what a couldn't have asked for a better time for him to right now for to come up clutch and score a big goal um yeah so i'm just happy that the lightning won this game happy that it didn't go to ot that would have been just in a brutal just way to end the night regardless of what the outcome was eventually going to be was going to ot um i think lightning fans um i think i speak for all of you when i say that i'm sick of overtime games and i think the lightning have um, played enough of them so that yeah (laughs) Um, and hopefully the Lightning could, you know, carry this momentum into game three on Saturday. Uh, I believe it was, no, it's Friday's game. They're playing Friday. Um, so tomorrow's game, hopefully they can carry momentum into that. And hopefully this the injury to Braden Point is not too serious and they'll have him back for that game as well. So just going to end the show on just some points, two points that I wrote down. Um, that's what I got to me. Obviously, um, the Islanders were 0-4 on the power play. Just great penalty kill from the Lightning in this one. At one point, they were on the 5-on-3 for 38 seconds. And just, you know, like I said, the Lightning need to cut it down on the penalties, especially the unnecessary ones. Most notably, Alex Kalorn, just that hit from behind. Just a case of him doing too much. But like I said, he's been doing that. He's been getting penalized for stuff like that throughout this entire playoff run, and he really needs to stop. And I hopefully this is a wake-up call. Um... Andre Vasilevsky, absolutely incredible in this game. Um, just bailed out the Lightning a couple of times here and there. Made some really big saves uh, to keep the Lightning in it and to give them every chance to come back and win this game, which they did. So, uh, like I said, if if the Lightning do win the Cup, if they're fortunate enough, um, and the, the award doesn't go to Braden Point or Victor Hedman, then I think Vasilevsky would be a very deserving um choice for the con smythe uh so yeah look for um the lightning to 
possibly carry this momentum into the next game. They haven't really been doing much of that throughout this playoff run, but um, you never know. There sometimes they they'll surprise you in the early seconds of the of the game. So yeah, uh, that's been it for today's episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one.